you know what that sound means? It's now streaming. Now you gotta ask yourself, did I watch three movies or four? Welcome to Now Streaming. Now Streaming on Now Streaming, where we learn what we are now streaming. I got you for 15 minutes. I came in to do two things. Shoot bubblegum and tell you what I've been streaming. And I'm all out of bubblegum. We're streaming along because it's now streaming time this week on Now Streaming. Welcome to Now Streaming, an episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve, where we talk about stuff we've been streaming. Drew, you had one job to do this week, and it was to watch The Harder They Fall. How much did you love it? Was it great? Did you love it so, as much as I did? I, I, I failed at my job. That was, that's the problem. Uh, I, I had an opportunity. I was a little sick on Sunday, just, you know, drinking some Theraflu, just wrapped up with a blanket, sitting on the couch. And uh, I watched my comfort food shows instead of uh, watching Harder They Fall. So I, I promise I will get to it soon. I'm sorry that I let down all of our listeners at home. Uh, I did watch the trailer, if that matters. And man, it does it look good. It looks it so doesn't. exciting. That doesn't help at all. I just want you to know that you not only disappointed a half a dozen people that listened to this podcast that were waiting on pins and needles to hear sure. your review. No, I feel that. But also you cheated yourself. And that's the big one here. Not You didn't just cheat the podcast or the listeners. You cheated yourself out of watching a great movie. And, uh, and that's I'm really... still going to watch it. Well, are you? Who's well, to say? I, at this point, my word is, you know, broken. So, uh, well, you said that you were watching your comfort shows instead. What are some of your comfort shows? Uh, basically, as a shock to nobody, it's superhero things. Uh, okay. It just makes me feel good to watch good triumph over evil uh, in cartoon ways. So, uh, I did watch a lot of uh, Young Justice. I am now completely caught up, and that is cool. sad. Because, man, those shows need to be binged. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not looking forward to watching them come out week by week because right. they're just always, they're, they're easy and, uh, you know, simple to digest. So you just want to crank through a lot of them. And, uh, yeah, this, this is what happened after I finished the second season. I was like, oh, I'm going to wait for two more seasons to come out and do it. And then I, I jumped the gun. I couldn't finish. I couldn't wait. And you also recently finished Titans, right, on HBO Max? I did. Yes. Uh, finished that a few months back and, uh, I liked that as well. Um, I, parts of it, I think are dumb. Um, yeah. Parts of it feels pretty CWE, uh, yeah. which, you know, it's going to happen, but, uh, overall I think it's a good ride. And that's what, so I finished Titans the other week and, uh, and, and I just have such like a weird, weird relationship with that show because like after some episodes, I'm like, man, that was so much fun. And then there's some episodes halfway through. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, why are they doing this? This is stupid. And, uh, but then like at the end, I'm always like, man, can't wait for the next one. But then the next one might be me being like, this is dumb. <laughs> I don't know why, you know? Uh, but I think uh, Alan Richson uh, as uh, Hawk uh, and Hank, yeah. uh, his, his uh, character in season three was, was awesome. And then they made me cry after they killed him. And then they decided they were going to kill him a second time just to make me mad. And uh, that broke me pretty good. And uh, after that, I was like, all right, this show's dumb. I don't want to watch anymore. And then I did. I watched all the rest of it. Just watched them all. 
Yeah, yeah. watching somebody who, for some reason, watching somebody who you know is dead die again uh, hits different, and it's like yeah. it's like harder for some reason because it's like double death, and you're like, oh, that one's got to be for real. Uh, yeah. But then you forget you're watching the DC where like death is never permanent. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I basically camped out on the DC hub on uh, HBO Max. So I watched several of like the older um, cartoon movies. I, I watched uh, Gotham by Gaslight. If you haven't seen that, it's uh, oh no, basically Batman set in if Gotham was like the 1800s and he is oh, fighting cool. Jack the Ripper. Okay. Um, yeah. And so Harvey Dent is in it. Selena Kyle's in it. Jim Gordon's in it. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, Hugo Strange is in it. There's a lot of little nods huh. to Batman, uh, obviously Bruce Wayne, Alfred, all the Robins, but they all play like different uh, period, correct characters. And yeah. it's kind of fun. Interesting. Okay. What was that called again? Gotham by Gaslight. It's okay. like ultimate well done Batman fanfic. Um, okay. And then the other one is I watched Superman Red Sun. Oh, Have you wow. seen that one before? Yeah, I did. With the premise being like, what would happen if Clark Kent landed in Soviet Russia instead of yeah. America, Kansas? Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. It's, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was really good. I think HBO Max has done some pretty good adaptations, like straight from comic book uh, to the movie. One thing that DC does better than Marvel, and it's the only thing DC does better than Marvel, is the animated stuff. DC puts out some really good animated TV shows, movies, um, stuff like that. And Marvel is like just kind of starting to kick that off again with uh, What If. So, Yeah, no, totally agree. Um, it is the one real foothold that they've always had and held pretty well. Um, and it, I don't know, scratch scratches a certain uh, nostalgic itch for me. It feels like Saturday morning cartoons for adults. Uh, so it kind of feels fun in that way. Um, I did watch the newest episode of Hawkeye as well. Um, try not to spoil any of that for people who haven't seen it. I know that's a still a, a really new show, but I'm having a great time. Uh, I think Jeremy Renner somehow does the impossible and makes a not caring Hawkeye cool. Uh, and it's fun. It's fun to watch. Yeah. I don't even particularly like Jeremy Renner, uh, but yeah. I, I think that he does pretty well with this character, and that's fun. And then the last recommendation I have, and this is for anybody who has uh, young kids or just is an adult who loves Legos, uh, there is a Lego Star Wars uh, holiday special on Disney+. Plus. Nice. I think it's called like Lego Star Wars Life Day or something like that, and it is 45 minutes. It's very funny. Uh, it's basically if Robot Chicken did like another Star Wars thing and made it family friendly. Uh, so oh. if you if you know a bunch of Star Wars, there's a lot of jokes in there for you that are really funny. Uh, if you have young kids who like stupid animation with Legos, you can keep them entertained for 45 minutes. And done uh, deal. Yeah. You and Sophie are going to have a great time. Uh, so next time Adrian's like, Hey, I, I need 45 minutes by myself. You're like, I got you covered. Got it. Uh, so Lego star Wars life day, uh, Disney plus that's my, I got to get a Disney plus plug every week. <laughs> well, I, uh, I had a very musical week. I had a, 
a week full of watching stuff that contained music, I guess. I guess probably saying it one way. I don't know if I had to reiterate that a second way. <laughs> um, no, I appreciate the I, explanation. <laughs> yeah. So I watched Whiplash because you told me to. And we made a pact on this podcast that whenever we say we're going to watch a movie, we do it. I don't remember the pact, but I mean, it sounds like romanticizing history. Apparently, yeah. Uh, So I watched Whiplash and uh, like, first off, I think it's a good movie. Secondly, that hit like really close to home because I've had a Fletcher in my life. J.K. Simmons was awesome as what's his name? Fletcher, the the band director. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've had a boss like that before. And uh, and I mean, he got great results so like i guess it was okay but when they when they get to that scene uh when miles teller and jk simmons are like sitting down in the jazz club uh kind of after all of the the fallouts happened and he's like he's like you know i just want people to be great i've got to push people to be great and miles teller's like you know but where do you draw the line and like i was like i had this exact same conversation with a coach not that long ago that was that was very fletcher-esque so yeah it was uh as some PTSD as I was watching Whiplash. Sure. Like I've had multiple of these conversations. Never a symbol thrown at my head. Uh, it's more of a football or a chair. But yeah, like there's like, that stuff's happened. Uh, so that was uh, pretty good. I thought Miles Teller was awesome. And yeah. uh, that line when uh, when uh, Fletcher's going to give his job to the alternate guy and uh, Miles Teller goes, F off, Johnny Utah. His <laughs> <laughs> sticks at him. I was, I was laughing so hard. And I, the guy didn't even look like Johnny Utah. So I don't know why he called him Johnny Utah. But that was great. Uh, and that, I don't know. That was a good movie. My, my favorite part, uh, and like I get physically tense remembering it, uh, was just when they're in the band room and he's switching back and forth between the two guys. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Uh, you know, oh, not my tempo. And then it just gets increasingly more angry yeah. about not my tempo. And it's just like, Oh my God, I'm going to throw up. Uh, <laughs> he has some really great one-liners of, I will F you like a pig and you know what this, <laughs> whatever. I was like, I knew an O-line coach that said those exact same things to 18 year old kids. So, and uh, you know, it's, that's, that it was, it's a really cool commentary on, you know, leading and developing people and then, you know, how far is too far and does the end justify the means was pretty interesting. I do kind of wish and feel like, maybe to give Fletcher's character a little more uh, substance, we should have seen one of his former students or like a trophy case of all of his former students or whatever. Cause you know, like coaches, you know, that do that sort of thing or, you know, band directors or whatever, anybody who's sculpting the talents and minds of young people, you can only be that way. And there are people that are that way in the real world, but you can only do that if you create a lot of success out of that like if you if you're that way and every like you don't build the next great drummer or the next great you know whatever then like you're gonna be fired pretty quick and you're gonna be out looking for a new job so i kind of feel like they like the only person you hear about that jk simmons had taught beforehand was the dude who hanged himself yeah it's like okay so like i hope they like you know now you really have no redeeming value whatsoever so i feel like there should have just been like one scene where we like saw a bunch of trophy cases or something to make you feel like okay like this guy bad dude yes but does he get results also yes um but since they didn't kind of have that like he was pretty much cut and dry you know the bad guy and all bad uh especially the trick he pulls on miles teller at the end of not giving him the proper sheet music that was awesome 
Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed Whiplash though. Um, and then my other musical adventure over the uh, week, and it took darn near the entire week because I watched Get Back, uh, the Beatles documentary. On oh, Disney yeah. Plus. Uh, did you get a chance to watch any of it yet? Uh, no, I have not. I, it's it's just too much of a uh, time commitment at any one point. So, so I did not realize it was going to be darn near nine hours. Yeah. Uh, when I started, I was like, oh, it's three episodes. Great. Thinking it would be like, you know, three hours total. An hour and 45 minutes into the first episode, I paused it. It was like, I'm halfway through the first episode. Oh, no. And I, but Peter Jackson doesn't know how to make things no. that people want to watch in one sitting. You know, it's got to be three hours long. Um, but uh, the director's cut comes out. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the th- crazy deal. Like they had s- over 60 hours of film from the late 60s, early 70s when they were doing this, uh, making this album. And then 150 hours of audio that matched up with the film and some that didn't. And so he took, you know, over 200 hours of media and got it down into about nine, which is pretty incredible, but it still is nine hours to get yeah. through. And I think you either have to be a really big Beatles fan or you have to be a really big fan of music to get through the whole thing and enjoy it. My wife bailed about an hour and a half in uh, because she's not real big on the Beatles. She's a music fan, but just wasn't her thing. And I watched all of it. I am, I feel like I'm a fan of the Beatles. I don't think I'm a big fan of the Beatles, but I do love music. And John Lennon and Paul McCartney are two of the greatest musicians of all time. And like half of this documentary is just the two of them like kind of like messing around and like playing different chords and being like, Oh, what if you played this instead of that? And uh, really incredible. Um, but God dang, it's so long. <laughs> it's so long. But, uh, but I think the, one of the cool things about it is that Peter Jackson does not use a narrator. Um, there, there's no other voice other than the Beatles essentially throughout really? the nine hours, which is cool because he allows the Beatles to shape it themselves. You know, he, there is no, like, there's no like, grand plot you know that's that's being driven by you know like a morgan freeman voice being like and now the penguins will slide down the hole and whatever like it's it's all very organic and like there are some title cards but they're few and far between and it's just like giving the setting like you know this take was in the final album to hear a conversation between paul mccartney and john lennon about like you know who should really be the boss and why somebody's calling the shots um you get to see the entirety of their last performance they did live um, which I thought was really, really cool. Very, very interesting. Uh, it's not for everybody, though. <laughs> it's not for everybody. And uh, But I really enjoyed it. And uh, it was just really cool to see, you know, two or three of the greatest musicians ever, plus Ringo, uh, creating an album from scratch. Like, like Paul McCartney just kind of shows up to rehearsal one day, and he's like, yeah, I got the song in my head. You know, it goes like this. Then he plays Get Back on his bass. And I was just like, whoa, like, that's one of my favorite Beatles songs. And like... I always thought like it kind of meant something and now uh, he just like had a dream and he was like, yeah, this probably works. And he plays get back and I'm like, okay, cool. But yeah, that, uh, that album had let it be and get back and um, a couple other pretty good ones. And I can't get the top of my head, but really interesting. So uh, that, and then I'm, I will tell you this again, politely. And then if you don't do it, then I'm, I'm going to force you to watch succession because you need to watch succession. Uh, it is, I think we're like two episodes away from the finale of season three and it is just is bonkers it's wild but it's a lot of fun i think you'd really like succession so i started it i think we talked about this i started it at one point and i got about three episodes in i was having a good time and emily was like i'm bored 
and left. And I was like, ah, well, I guess we'll find something else to watch together then. Um, and I just haven't gone back to it myself, uh, which is a bummer. Uh, cause I kind of did the same thing with billions where I got like three or four seasons into billions. And I think I'm in season three and was like, Oh man, got distracted. Something else came up. And uh, yeah. now every time I want to go back, I'm like, it's just kind of a lot, you know, yeah. to like jump back in. Um, I, it was a similar storyline, at least emotionally feeling to breaking bad. When I was watching breaking bad, all I wanted to do was watch breaking bad. If I took any kind of vacation away from it for a couple of weeks, it took a lot of emotional strength to press play. I was like, I don't think I want to <laughs> do that to myself again. And then, right. one, you know, once you watch an episode or two, you're like, okay, I'm hooked again. Right. Um, but just that, that getting back into it. Cause I, I don't love watching things where I know people are the worst to each other. Yeah. You just want a redeeming <laughs> character. This may not be for you. That never mind. I know, I know, <laughs> but I know it's good. And I know, the characters are awesome because every time I watched yeah. it, I was like, wow, that was awesome. And then I go, I feel like I need a shower. Uh, there, it's it's one of the few shows where like every single character has a very definitive like character qual like character traits, qualities. And there is really no growth for any of them. They just kind of get like more of like the worst version of that as the seasons progress. Woof. But like it's fascinating. It is fast. The Culkin guy is awesome. Uh, yeah. they've got like a weird older brother who's like running for president or he thinks he's running for president. Like it, it, and then the star of the show is Kendall Roy. I don't know his strong, something strong. He's crazy, like actually crazy. And, uh, like, I don't know, man, it's a really fun show. And Brian Cox is awesome too. So yeah, I, I will say it politely one more time. I think that you should watch succession. And then if you haven't by next week, I'm going to duct tape you to a chair I like Steve Buscemi and Armageddon, and I'm going to make you get through the first season. So when I when I watch Succession next week and not Harder They Fall, uh, is that going to be a problem? You watched 73 hours of animated superhero TV shows this week, and you yeah. couldn't put two hours aside for the Harder They Fall. Man. So the other thing that I, I forgot to mention was that uh, it's December 7th right now, and I started watching Christmas movies. Because your boy loves Christmas movies. So to celebrate Pearl Harbor. Yep. That's yep. So the first one that I always watch is uh, White Christmas, which is so funny because it's not like it is a Christmas movie, but like not a whole lot of it feels like Christmas, like right until the very end. And they like sneak some Christmas one. in there. Uh, you've never seen White Christmas? I don't think so. Bing Crosby. Uh, oh, is that the one with the hotels and the sisters and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, y'all made me watch that last year. That movie sucks. No, that movie's that's terrible. Movies, movies are classic. Also, that's not a Christmas movie. As yeah, you would say, that's Christmas adjacent. That is not a Christmas movie, and it's also I'm, bad. No, okay. First of all, bite your tongue. Second of all, it is really good, and it's it takes place like at Christmas, and the song "White Christmas" comes out of it. Is that where the song came from? Yes. Bing Crosby mm. did yeah, it for this, that. for this movie. Oh, I'm going to have to Google that. I'm going to have to Google that. And I will. Google me. Yeah. Uh, so I can, I can guarantee you next week I will watch uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the live action Jim Carrey one, because that's the best one. 
Um, so just so you know, the order that I currently have in my head for next week is live action Grinch, uh, the newest Young Justice and Hawkeye, Harder They Fall, Succession. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> if I get to it. If I find uh, something else, I'll let you know. Spider-Man No Way Home comes out next week. Can't wait for that. Drew Allen and I have already bought tickets to go see it together actually next week. So, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Well, because we both watched The Harder They Fall. Is that Was that the requirement to get in? Yeah. You should have <laughs> led with that. Your boy would have watched it immediately. <laughs> you guys are holding out on me. You guys are jerks. Uh, the next episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve will be breaking down one of the best movies to ever come out of 2003, Richard Donner's Timeline, starring... Paul Walker, Gerard Butler, and a bunch of other people that you're going to be like, oh yeah, I remember that guy. Thank you for listening. This is not the podcast you deserve.